Welcome to Muppets Dropping Mitts, I'm Hogthrob. I'm Strange Pork. We're just a couple of Muppets who don't know anything, drinking drinks. And talking sharks hockey. So Hogthrob, what you drinking? Wow, mixing it up, <laughs> unlike this I was trying drink, to say it with a straight face, and that was well mixed. I really shouldn't have smiled, you're right. <laughs> I should have, like, remained full Geralt. Um, I'm drinking the Labiation Airways. Hey. What's that? <laughs> that it makes no sense. That's a great, um, great question. It is pineapple. I've got. To, I had to write it down. There's so much shit in here. It's pineapple, pomegranate, grapefruit, mango, and vodka. And the grapefruit's bubbly, but it didn't taste very good, so we didn't add as much. Great. And it's um. There's like a cherry ice cube in there. Yeah, it's. It needed to stay cold. Because mm-hmm. the juice wasn't terribly cold. Yeah. I, uh, I'm digging it. It kind of tastes like a Jolly Rancher that a college freshman who's at her first bachelorette party just shoved up her twat. All right. So definitely a 21st birthday kind of cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Great. What are you drinking, Strange Pork? I'm drinking a... Alcoholic passion fruit green tea. That's a lot. It Why is. are we we're drinking such extra tight I know. shit this week? Well what I randomly is... found this at the grocery store and I was like, I love passion fruit with a passion. I hate you. And I like green tea. With a passion. And I like alcohol. And it's from I don't know, like creative liquids. Don't get any ideas there. Creative liquids? Isn't that just paint? <laughs> And, uh, like, the the passion fruit on the cans, like, all geometric and shit, like, they're definitely targeting oh, our age group. Oh, snap. Geometric passion fruit. That yeah. actually, uh, that gets me excited. But, uh, it's 5.2% alcohol by volume, so it's actually really, it tastes like passion fruit juice. Like, it's yeah. just, uh, straight up deliciousness. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then I well, go buy all of them, because yeah. I'll probably never find them again. You enjoy that, and I'll enjoy my candy-ass drink. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, like, two out of seven mitts would not drink again. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a seven out of seven mitts. Like, it's yeah. basically just juice that I love. And it also, if you've never had passion fruit before, Muppets, it's the best thing ever. But actual passion fruit. So, like, get your hands on one. Your mitts on one. Get your mitts <laughs> on a passion fruit. They're so small. They're <laughs> <laughs> so hard. They're not that small. They're like they're like the size of an orange. But um but they're they're so like the flavor is amazing, but it's all just like seed and weird slime pulp. Yeah, and so you just I, gotta slurp it. <laughs> oh wow. See this is the difference in our in our um sexual abilities here. Like I couldn't just straight up handle passion fruit like on its own like it's good and i've done it but like the texture is really kind of gross so like it's best to put like with something like we did ice cream yeah vanilla and... ice cream with passion fruit on top that so was the best damn thing ever. yeah so it's like an awesome like flavoring but just like eating it on its own it, it's just like this little bubble of seeds it's in this weird and sour goo, but it's an amazing flavor so you just don't care yeah yeah it's so anyway good. that's what i'm drinking yeah it's nothing like jolly rancher no, that Bullshit. sounds like vomit. Yeah, it's it will be if I had like five of them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, that's how a bad night starts. Eesh. Just drinkable sugar. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. So, so um, I said so. 
as well. Make it so. No, I need to watch that, but I don't want to pay for CBS All Access. Moving on. Um, Redeem Shimmick, Shimmick Saya, just signed a four-year, $8 million deal. $8 million a year? No. <laughs> I read I it that like, way what? on Twitter. And I was like, holy shit, are you kidding me? No. Like, but yeah, it's, it's $2 million a year. Oh, okay. For four years. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Four, yeah. So, four by two. Okay. Uh, Great. Yeah. What do you make of that deal? I think that's a good deal for him. Uh, I think that he's been um, a great player for them this year. Our Lord and Savior. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Two million seems reasonable. I don't really know what, like, I know what. Strange Pork GM. Do you think two million is good and overpay? Do you like the term? What are you thinking? I think it's it's pretty perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. kind of like, I like you. I want you around. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to pay you, overpay you. Yeah. But two million, sure. Okay. For four years? That yeah. seems great. That seems great. That seems great. And if he totally falls off or whatever, it's cheap enough mm-hmm. that it's not a big deal. I, I think that's a really good sign. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in past news, um, Marlo comes crawling back again. <laughs> I mean, how weird is it for him to like leave, come back, leave again yeah. and then play again next weekend? Like that's so awkward. That is more awkward than his silent little eyebrows. Like, don't get me wrong. I... I understand the, like, puck run end of your career trying to just get a puck under your belt kind of mentality, but yeah. Did you seriously say get a puck under your belt again? (laughs) It's the cup. Cup run. (laughs) I thought you were intentionally doing this. What is wrong with you? You know, the hockey players, they want to get the Stanley puck. That's what they do the hockey for. Oh my gosh, I totally had no idea I said that. You're such a dork. <laughs> You're such a strange dork. I can't... Yeah, wow. All right. Well, this is what you think he wants, so this is truth now. Okay, so it's just a big <laughs> silver puck. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. That has his face on it. <laughs> and it just says, Marlo is the best. Mm-hmm. And, um... Well, that's actually Vlasic's puck oh, that he gave to his yeah, wife. Right. Yeah, that's what Vlasic wants. <laughs> uh, every player wants a puck under their okay, belt. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe okay. you're right. Maybe that's exactly... That's funny, because when you said, <gasps> did you seriously say a puck under your belt? I was like, yeah, what's wrong with that? Like, oh, my <laughs> God. brain is not registering that that was wrong. <laughs> um. Anyway. There's something kinky with Vlasic's wife with a puck under his belt, but I'm not going to... Because uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how it makes any sense, but uh, so um, I understand wanting to get a cup under your belt. That seems bulky. to put the puck in. Uh, um, yeah, and well, you so could put some in the top. Yeah, in um, little bowl. But yeah, I mean, I dropped the mitts on him mm-hmm. because I was like, you know, he he doesn't get to come crawling back when things didn't work out somewhere else, and he was also being very like, I only want to sign with the sharks. Mm-hmm. And for him to not even be back a full season, yeah, and be 
traded. Okay, bye. And I, yeah. my understanding is that they put Marlo and Thornton up for trade as long as, like, they yeah, wanted to I go. Yeah, I think it was kind of a respectful, hey, sorry it has been a yeah, total dumpster fire here. Yeah. yeah, like, this was... I, I think that's a very human element, reasonable yeah. thing to do for this so, business. Like, so, I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is that means that Marlo wanted to take this opportunity. Yeah, why? Well, I mean, it would be a waste of... I don't know. I hate the term, like, waste of time. But, like, it would be a waste of the rest of this season to play it out. Yeah. With the Sharks, unfortunately. But my feeling about the whole thing is, like... So, say he does win with the penguins this year they get the cup that seems weird and then and then he gets to he's still a free agent right or something he can he can re-sign with the sharks in july Uh uh-huh and so the sharks just pick up a free draft pick like a free third rounder or conditional uh, second at that point i think basically like for me it just doesn't feel like you really earned that you know, to it depends just... on what the playoff runs like. Yeah, I mean, if he's really involved, if in he's it... like healthy, scratched. But I mean, like Martin Jones has a Stanley Cup ring, and he was the backup goalie for the Kings. Mm-hmm. Is he There's not just... part of the team? Like, I mean, no, I don't know. no. I mean, you're part of the team, but I guess like it just feels a little less satisfying to. That ring should be teal, motherfucker. Right. No, but I mean, like to jump into a team, win a cup with them, and jump back, like. To be a shark for the start of the season, play with the Penguins, win a cup, re-sign with the Sharks, seems like just kind of an odd thing to do. I mean, it's I mean, not, I, I understand it for it's the It's not the unprecedented, stats. but yeah. I, I think... But if you want to be a purist about... what I don't know. I'm just trying to kind of I think with, poke the fire here. Cause, with with Marlowe, it seems odd because he was a shark forever. So him leaving the first time just made me a little more callous. It's fine. Now it doesn't hurt as much anymore. Right. But, you know, like... Uh, I guess it's like, if you're going to go win a puck with the Penguins, then just stay with the Penguins. Did you say go on a puck? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Hog drop. I'm losing my mind. Yeah. Had too many green teas. Um, in other news, Jake Middleton got hurt with a really funky, twisty fall. It was really gross. Um, he's a Sharks defenseman. So he is now out. Okay. Um, so that sucks. There's another defenseman. Another shark bites the dust. Um, part of the reason why both Car- Carlson et al. is out. Um, are you done? I was just doing And another one gone! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Background. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so this season is like lost to injuries, but we all know the truth. Mm-hmm. We all know how much it sucked up until this point, mm-hmm. but it seems like really important that the Sharks finish strong and perform in a capable, respectable manner for the rest of the season. What like, voice is that? Who are you trying to be? 1930s announcer guy. Okay, great. Buy your bullets for war bonds. I don't know. I don't know what was <laughs> happening in the 30s, apparently. Who was buying bullets? Bullets for war bonds. It doesn't make sense. Um, I don't know why I thought bullets first. That's weird. They were selling a lot of vibrators in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Um, <laughs> Gotta put those flappers in line. 
Is that what you call the vagina lids? Oh, no. I said lids. I've been listening too much Belinda Blinked. Oh, no. Oh, God, we're... We're a mess. We're a total mess. This is this is a sloppy one. It's going to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yes, another one bites the dust. So, and... it's important that they, like, finish the season well because of the draft pick thing. But sure. also, just to prove that they're not total garbage because the plan is pretty much going to be the strange pork time stream which mm-hmm. is we're going to be competitive again next, next year, year. Yeah. we're going to trade and do whatever we got to do we're going to get players we're going to improve the team maybe with a shiny new coach maybe with whatever we're going to add some pieces and retool and go next year and maybe with Thornton and Marlowe back yeah. So like that's the that's the I mean Thornton never didn't leave. Yeah, but Thornton like could retire at the end of this year sure. if he wanted, but I, I think he's going not going Got to it. or whatever. That's what I mean. Um So we're going through the tr- strange pork time stream. Mm-hmm. Like in order for that to make sense, it's important that they perform like an adequate team. Right. Like, whoops, we borked up the first half of the season. And now we have no more Pete to bork bork. Right. So now it's fine. We don't have to bork bork anymore, we've, Mark. We've imbooged. Imbooged. Oh, oh, oh. That hurt. That was. And just to clarify, oh. when you were saying about the <laughs> the draft pick thing, you were saying that because they gave up their first round, that yeah. they need to perform better so it's not as good yeah. of a pick for... If they're, like, in the basement of the league, it'll be a higher percentage chance because I don't think it's lottery protected. So, yeah. like, they they could just give an even better pick mm-hmm. chance to, to Ottawa, right. which just stings. It's really salt in the wound so if they get their shit together it's it's good um okay yeah i mean i i do you do you think that's important that they finish the season fairly well fairly competently or are you kind of like checked out don't care meh i'm somewhere in between because i think that i want to see them do well to prove that they can do well and they need to figure out how to play well together um because i think maybe there's some Line chemistry that needs fixing or play playmaking that needs to change. Like they need to figure some stuff out, and um, this is the time to do that. And oh, it's 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 like uh, I think your audition time for all yeah. these young guys again. Totally, and I think that your point about the draft pick makes sense too, because I was kind of on the like checked out doesn't matter hmm. train, and then. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to just give up the best thing that they can, you know? Like Finding reasons to watch! Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess you could spite market hype train them to just suck as much as possible, yeah. just to be really bitter about it. My My feelings, though, around injuries don't change very much, and so I'm still... I mean, mm. Logan Couture has made a couple goals since he's been back in. I yeah. think one each game. Yeah, um, for... I Yeah. And I think so. He's he's been putting up points. He's been scoring. He's been yeah, great. he's been doing great. But and in I'm that just Devils not... game, he looked awesome. Like he was so competent. I'm just always so hesitant because I'm not convinced he's fully healed yet. Like a yeah. broken ankle takes like eight weeks yeah. to fully heal. Yeah. And um, I understand they want to play well, and they have a lot of injured players, so they probably wanted to get him back in when he's like playable healed. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, on a skate, your ankle's taking a lot of pressure. I just can't imagine that he's actually... Oh, you mean the boot cast? Yeah. The bladed boot cast? (laughs) He'll be fine. Um, So my feeling, even though I think that, yeah, they should be trying to perform well, is like... Why is he playing? Yeah, let, like, totally heal him so that next season Mm -hmm. he's gonna be a good player and be able to perform even better but it's hard to validate that when he's playing so well right now um you know watching him play there's no reason he shouldn't be on the ice Mm -hmm. really and that's the kind of like classic hockey thing i i tend to agree um I mean, Logan Couture's most successful playoff run in that 2016 run was when he was injured in the last half of the season, and mm-hmm. then he came back kind of later on or to start the second round, if I remember right. I don't know, but he came on late, and he just destroyed in the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. Pavs was really good. The whole run was amazing, but Couture was phenomenal that mm-hmm. playoff run, and he was clutch as fuck. So it seems like... That if you rest and fully heal, you're going to be a better off player. Um, but we've also seen the contrary. I mean, we saw fucking fuck off Carl be a capable, good NHL player, even with his stupid groin tear. We saw Thornton. Like, he... he I'm giving you faces just because I remember we were like, oh, he's definitely slowed down he has, since his groin. But he still put up points. Sure, but he wasn't he was playing still... as quick and as nice as he was when he first came on the team. And, we, and we were like, it's because he's playing on a injured groin. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like Thornton, who you're going to bring up next, when he was playing on a torn ACL yeah. in the playoffs, yeah. we noticed it. Yeah, you it's know? true. They're, they were diminished. But the players feel like they can contribute, and so sure. they'll keep trying to do it. I agree with you. I just think um, I was also going to say... We, we've we seen Carlson come back from his fully healed groin surgery and everything and start the season really terribly. Mm-hmm. Now, so did everyone else on the Sharks, but, you know, it's the pressure of being a superstar. Right. You're always supposed to be amazing. So, um... There's something about security, too, that might make you underperform. You're like, I got eight years. Yeah. 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 I'm locked in. That's what he's thinking. For sure. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, I guess all I'm, I'm trying to get at it is It took that... me dropping the mitts on him for him to start performing. Right? And then I was too harsh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I guess my feeling is <laughs> they should be trying to play well, but I don't think they need to uh, push players to get back on the ice right now for... Yeah. A season where they're not going to make the playoffs. I agree. No, it's hard to argue that. Yeah, I, I totally. But agree. once again, he's putting up points and he's making scores and the goals mm-hmm. and playing good hockey. And so it's like, ah, fuck. Okay, well. But in a season that doesn't matter, why? Right. If if there's any slight. So I guess chance, getting points, you don't want to have a year where you uh, significantly drop in points. Yeah, but if it's in games played, that's what people. I mean, people look at that, too. Yeah. You know, on the basic stat sheet, you'll still go, oh, like, wow, he had 10 goals in 30 games? That's still a good... That's a good pace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah. Um, or, yeah, Carlson's had years where he's missed, like, 10 games or something, and um, you look at the games played. That's um, right. You're, you're right. Non-injury related, is Martin Jones going to be like, 
good now? Are you totally right that they're just not going to... We're going to have Jones and Dell back again next year. That's Round what it's feeling three. like. It's really feeling like he that. He refuses to wear the Cybershark mask. Man. They were in their stealth jerseys. The one he got a Cybershark mask specifically made for. Didn't wear the Cybershark mask. Yeah. But... He's been... I mean, he put up two shutouts? Yeah, he's had two shutouts, which we were kind of bitching earlier. It's like, no shutouts. Mm, yeah. um, but... Uh, incompetent. <laughs> I mean, I so we'll probably get to it, but that game against the Penguins that they just Tyra. played... Um, yeah. I mean, 5-0. That was insane. Yeah, they haven't played that well in a really long time. And I, yeah, I... I and Jones was in net, and Jones got a shutout, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know what's changed. Um, what's I just, changed is he's not the number one. Yeah, he's That's not. a big difference. And that means more rest. That means um, maybe less pressure or more pressure, depending on how he interprets it. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's it's kind of... There's still a lot of scrutiny. I feel like there's probably more pressure just because he wants to... Well, I mean, he's locked in, but he wants to probably prove stay. Himself, and like prove himself, like chip on the shoulder yeah. type thing. You know, like, if your team is playing that poorly and your goal score... Um, what's that? Uh, what's that overall score for the goalies called? Uh, uh, save percentage? Yeah. If, if or goals against is what you were thinking? I think I was thinking save percentage. Okay. If your save percentage is, like, the lowest in the league... Yeah, at like, 880. And your team, for the first time in a really long time, isn't making it to the playoffs, you're going to feel like that's on you, yeah. at least partly. Yeah. And, I mean, we're saying it is, and a lot of other fans are saying it is. Yeah. But um, I, I can't imagine that he doesn't feel more pressure right now. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, there's all sorts of different metrics, and I guess, you know, NHL teams use their own type of metrics to measure players' performance and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's all kind of esoteric and behind the scenes. This is something I wasn't really aware of. I mean, I knew they all had their own analytics crews, but I didn't know they used entirely different models. And it's like, oh, of course they do, because each team has to have its own way of doing things, and Mm -hmm. they're all so special. So it makes some sense. Um, But, like... For Jones specifically, the contract is just such a a difficult one that, you know, that that's going to be a long-term problem Mm -hmm. for the team unless they just, like, bought him out or something. So there's still pressure for him to try and prove that he's... Worth that. Worth, yeah, worth the contract, not just for, like, his own reputation and career but also to not lose money like if they buy him out they end up paying him less Mm. um and i you know if you're a pro player you want to stay playing as long as you can like living the dream would be like joe thornton being like this immortalized legend beard bro who's still somehow playing it's it's crazy like that's what you want but um but uh, I I think I don't know. I can't decide if it's. I like to think it's all a competitive mental game type thing, and that part of why he was so lousy 
last season was because he read too much into he wanted to be more aggressive he wanted to change the way he played Mm -hmm. he wanted to be less boring to watch less like technically perfect but not like exciting not on highlight reels not getting a lot of attention and more aggressive flashy out of position Mm -hmm. not out of position but like kind of entering the net a bit more no, yeah like yeah challenging and more like and, flurry usually uh-huh. does or whatever yeah yeah like yeah. the athletic goalies try to do and they're you know you'll see them on highlight reels but they're like super out of position and goalie coaches are like tearing their hair out i guess you know, <laughs> they're like, no um yeah. and and the way he played before was always just wasn't like, Niemi like really bad at like leaving the net and just like no that was Stalock. Oh, okay Stalock, that was Stalock. Yeah. Stalock um yeah was I mean, he was basically a, a third defenseman <laughs> up there. Um, yeah. Niemi was weird because he had this, like, hunchback style. So he'd kind of, like, crouch over things weird. Like, he mm-hmm. just looked kind of hunchy and crunchy and strange. And he would be great. And then, yeah, like, I remember, he'd just let in soft goals. And you'd be like, well, that's that's what Nemo does. And mm-hmm. then it would just kind of suck. Um so you think that Jones is trying to... I think he tried to change his game and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And, and... Well, but he got a lot of praise for being so technical, I feel. Like, that was all what they talked about a lot was how perfectly in position he was all the time. Yeah, but maybe he didn't... Mother, he wasn't, you know, uh, getting a lot of prestige for it or whatever, you know, like... Gosh, I don't know. I just... I guess I just... I remember that first year he was on the Sharks. Prestige. Like, that's a measure... Of, a unit of measurement. Like, I don't know. This yeah. is such bullshit. But, like, I think there was a discernible difference in his play style. Yeah. And if that was intentional, then maybe that was him trying to change part of his game. Or develop part of his game. He's sure. He's just trying to get better. At yeah. Better at doing and more And maybe things. Coach asked him to try Yeah, maybe that was, like... Was it Hedberg's... Uh, you know, mission. We're going to make you a more complete goalie or something. And, um, you know, maybe that's just not his individual strength as an athlete. Maybe he's more of a uh, stay within your boundaries and be really solid that way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, But, you know, I don't know how it's driven. But I think I'd like to believe that there's competitive pressure for him to perform and when he's under that kind of pressure he does better yeah and so now it's like the strip everything back down to basics he's like the he's like in dark souls when you just lost two hundred thousand souls that you were carrying around like Uh you just lost them in the boss room no and it's like okay gotta start over just gotta keep going again Yeah, yeah like that's where that's that's where jones is at now that's rough uh-huh. And if he put on fucking level 96 Cybershark mask... Mm-hmm. He might have beat that boss and gotten all his souls back. Just saying. Yep. Do you buy my argument, Strange Pork? Yeah, I I appreciate... I think that there's a lot that can be unpacked there, whether it's him deciding that or, you know, a coach asking him to try something else. But I, I agree that the style did change, and it didn't really work, and maybe... Yeah, maybe he, he was, was just gonna... like out of position a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I, know, I noticed, and then there were some really great articles on Fear the Fin and like tweety stuff by Sean Peng or Sean Peng. I don't know how he says his name, but that guy's amazing, and he really breaks stuff down really well. Um, and uh, when he pointed that out, and he like interviewed some goalie coaches, they they 
we're saying like he used to be really technically correct and here you can see his lateral side to side movements kind of like slow because he's a little too far out like mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah so i just what i what i maybe don't buy is if he's seeking praise i wonder if it was more of a coaching thing just because his whole reputation was on how many shutouts he got that first season how perfectly technical he was um, like that first season, he was like the best goalie. It was oh, it was so great! It was amazing. Yeah, he was he was really awesome to start. Kind of sagged in the middle, and then they got Reimer and they rested him. Mm -hmm. And then that playoff run, he was so he was so good in the playoffs each year. Yeah, um, it was great. Even the year after, I mean, with the whole wounded Sharks team, he was still putting up good numbers. Um, I just never forget. I'll never forget. The save he made in Nashville, where a player goes, he's way on the right side of his crease, kind of out of position, and this player goes to wrap around him to score, and he knows what's happening. And instead of falling backwards and flailing, he like just looks at him, puts his right leg forward, pushes back, and stops the puck with his left pad, sealing it to the bar. And it was so like ice fucking cold. <laughs> in like a, it was like I know exactly where you're going boop and i'm in position like it was like it was so collected and like level-headed i was like damn this guy is is fucking made of ice like that was that was nuts mm -hmm. and this is like a i mean that nashville series was fucking crazy it yeah. was so good yeah it was intense um and uh that's that's where i went oh man this is a different type of sharks goalie mm -hmm. we are not used to this right <laughs> and then it's been really rough. So I I I think it's possible. We're searching for maybe, answers, you know, like But there's no other thing, alternative, yeah. you know, so we're 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 stuck with that. Yeah. I think it's interesting that it's clear that they're trying to revamp and set up for next year. But I yeah, I don't have any indication from management that they're trying to do anything with goaltending. Yeah. And I mean that I mean And that's partially um that's partially Dell's fault for playing so well. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's so. he's turned but We it talked around. about how he could be I mean they got a first round pick for Gaudreau. God, yeah. So what could they get for Dell? Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> Two first rounders. Yeah. <laughs> get their first round pick back like from they're, Ottawa. They're selling high. They're like <laughs> like the stock market and they're oh, yeah. like, you know, Everything's going down because of the coronavirus, mm -hmm. and we got to sell now. Yeah, all your goalies are infected. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I still think that he could have some good trade, could have had some good trade value. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's no indication that they're even looking at goalies. So I, mm -hmm. and I, I think that I, we are going to be with both... Dell and Jones next season, and they're just gonna try and revamp or you know, string together the rest of the team. Yeah, maybe that'll work. I don't know. I am. Oh crap! I'm shark spanning really hard because <laughs> I'm talking myself into hope. Yeah, you and are. I, oh, oh. I Jesus. I wish they were doing that. Um, I mean, we've seen that they can play well. You know what they need to do. Lose all their souls. Well, yeah, they need a, <laughs> they need to trade for David Ayers, the backup goalie yes. for the emergency backup. Yes. Yeah. 
He will do it. Because look how hard the Carolina Hurricanes played in front of David Ayers. Like, David mm-hmm. Ayers was not, like, he's not a good goal. He's like a beer leaker backup, like, Zamboni driver. Mm-hmm. But the team in front of him played lights out. Oh, yeah. And it was amazing. And uh, that's what the Sharks need. They need that spark. They sacrificed Pavelski, and they were super sharks. Right. And, and They've tried to sacrifice a few players They have, year, but the hockey gods worked. are angry now. Yeah. So now the gods require a new champion, and that champion... Is David Ayers. Is David Ayers. I think this could work. Do you think they trade their first round pick? Oh, God. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they've got a, a Zamboni driver of their own they could bring up into the ranks. I have Sharky play goal. Yes, the Sharky. Dude, Sharky's face alone would block so many pucks. Yeah. That Sharky video with him, like, going down the stairs. Uh-huh. It's, it's super funny, but he's going down concrete steps. Mm-hmm. On his S- butt. Yeah, in SAP. And this was for the win over the Penguins, right? Yeah, the caption was like, sliding into the win, like... I didn't even know Sharky was trying to avoid a pregnancy. <laughs> what? You know, it's like... Yeah, I know, I get it. Because, like... Uh Uh-huh. I'm just... (laughs) Who are you, Hogthrob? You know who I am. (laughs) Um, Um, Wow, that got dark. (laughs) So, which... The Sharks Sharks are going to the playoffs. Which non-Sharks team are you going to be rooting for that has Sharks on it? I'll tell you. I'll tell you the list. Okay. Former sharks. Yeah. No, well, current sharks—they're spies. <laughs> I would love that. Okay. <laughs> Marlo's a spy. Yeah. So, most recent one, or you know, not most recent, but um, the Caps with Brendan Dillon. Yeah. The Jets with Dylan Demello. The Avs with Donskoy and Nieto. I think that's all I have. Uh, Irwin with the Ducks. Blah. <laughs> Grice with the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Pads with the Stars we won't talk about. Or the Patty Pens. <laughs> Patty Pen Squatch. What are they? Flowers <laughs> now. <laughs> um, man, that's a lot. They were flowers when they had flurry. Oh. Or the Vegas Golden Knights with former cars. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, well, the Caps. They're are they playing well this year? They were playing really yeah. well last season, right? Yes. So yeah. that's like actually like a probable thing. Part of me, just because even though I'm upset at Marlo for all the treaty whiny baby bullshit, mm-hmm. um, I'm like yeah, fucking penguins. Like they just yeah. win the cup, get him the thing for Marlo. Yeah, yeah, I like Marlo. I don't like the penguins, but I don't hate the penguins. Like I just resent them like I, I, that stanley cup final wasn't like real gnarly or anything mm-hmm. it was just the penguins were the better team it yeah. was just kind of brutal is this like childhood 
hockey watching that's ingrained. Uh, no, no, the, the pens aren't. No, I, I just hate how overly hyped certain players are, and Sidney Crosby is one hundred percent overly hyped, or he has been for a while. And so I kind of got back into I got back into hockey when Sidney Crosby's very good and everything but to me it just was like from east coast bias and all this stuff like ovechkin is a better goal scorer like i i'm much more interested in watching alex ovechkin play right if i'm watching one of the most hyped superstar players and crosby and Latang and all this stuff just always kind of i don't know i'd watch them play the sharks and it was always kind of like i'm not getting what's so great here so i've i've never been a real big crosby supporter i've mm-hmm. He's well, Vlasic's the better player, numbers. as and he said on the box exactly. that he signed to his wife. So. Pickles is the better player. If we're going to compare <laughs> Mark Edward Vlasic, true yeah. superstar, I will 100% sign up for that game. <laughs> so, um, but I don't really hate the pens. Like, you know, they're a fine team. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. Um, the Caps, honestly, uh, have a more hateable player in Tom Wilson. Like, the guy's... He's brutal. He's like, uh, he's like a Rafi Torres, like borderline dirty player, but he's mm. just such a pain in the ass. And he's, uh, I bet that's nice for them to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's a real agitator. Um, but the Caps also, until they won it, were Sharks East in a lot of ways with better, you know, a higher name brand forward. Um, but, uh, yeah, they were amazing in the regular season and then could not get past their nemesis, which was the Penguins. Mm -hmm. So as, as a Sharks fan, I've always been kind of a closeted Caps fan and Alex Ovechkin is just amazing and he's fun and he's like just really fun to watch and everyone knows exactly what he's going to do and they've always known it the entire time he's played and he still beats them to it. It's just kind of ridiculous. Um, so he just passed, he just got 700 goals a couple games ago, and there's only eight other players that have done that. I mean, he's a phenomenal goal scorer. He might chase Gretzky's record. Like, Mm. he might chase the goal scoring record. This guy's that fucking good. Um, so that's really cool. Is it a case of, of all the players in the past 30 years? Oh, yeah. And that come from... This area of the of United Russia, States. Of Russia. And, yeah. yeah, like, of all players to wear number eight and have yellow lace skates. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be like that because the second he gets close, all the old timers and all the dudes with those records are going to be like, well, are we counting my WHO goals from junior club? It's like, oh, fuck me. When you're, like, 17, get out of here. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's going to be this weird stat skewing thing. It's going to yeah. be really annoying. But overall, in your career, like when... total shitload of yeah. goals is a big number. Yeah. And regardless, that's totally. that's great. But it's totally going to be this I was just thinking of like when Thornton got, was it like oh, 500 points or, that game, or whatever it was? And it was just like... My beard turned gray. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but he's, he's 40. Like, yeah. he's... Well, and that's the big thing for the Hall of Fame, right? Is like... It's it, players who are really old but have high numbers 
aren't as good as players that put up higher points. You know, so like Marlowe's big knock against him, first of all, is until he went to Toronto, he played in a lesser known West Coast market and hockey's super East Coast biased. And so no one ever really appreciated him as much. Which is, you know, the East Coast bias thing, some of it's really fair. Like, if the game's on at 7 West Coast time, or Pacific, you know, and it's, like, starting at 10 when I lived in D.C., like, it's you stay up really late to watch a game. Like, it's, right. it's hard to stay awake. Um, and then watching a game not live is less fun. You usually come across a spoiler, and especially if it's for a team that's not your, mm-hmm. like, super fandom. Anyway... Marlowe's been around forever, and he's never been... He's been a consistent 30-goal scorer for most of his career, but never, like, a... He scored 40 goals one year, but that was kind of it. Um, he's never been, like, a 110, 100-point player in a lot of ways. Like, that sort of super elite amazing, but right. he's always been really good and really fast. But he's never won a cup, and he's been kind of the face of failure mm-hmm. that has been the legacy of the San Jose Sharks in a lot of ways, because right. he was the superstar leading them to greatness, and it was always hope and crash. I mean, I mean, being a Sharks fan is like being in the whole prison that Bane crawled out of. <laughs> it's like you realize there could be no success Mm -hmm. or no true failure without hope right i mean that is that is sharks fandom and so that's been blamed on marlo so the fact that he hasn't gotten a cup is a big mark against him and he's played forever so yeah of course he's got shit loads of goals but it's not really that simple right and you could also look at it as this guy has played i mean he hasn't been injured for he's probably played through a million injuries and he, um, to play until you're 40, right. to play from 17 to 40, I mean, that's really impressive. That's a feat in itself, really. In yeah. this sport, where you're just bombarded by, like, other, just pucks and hits, and like, oh my god, it's so physical. Yeah. Like, that's, that shouldn't be diminished in no, a lot of ways, no. you know what I mean? Um, but I feel like that comparison does come up in terms of like, well, Lemieux had a higher the, points percentage. Back in the day, uh, you know, they didn't play as long, so they, you know, and you know, it's just like yeah, you get into these weird things. There's going to be weird discussions, a hundred percent, and it's going to be ticky tacky and annoying as shit. But that's why I, if I, this isn't clear already, like I'm rooting for the Caps. Okay. But um, what what is your de facto Sharks team to root for as as I've just gone on like a 10 minute explanation of why it should be the Caps and only the Caps and how dare you choose anything else. Are you choosing Penguins? I guess I Because that would be really fun because they're fucking rivals. They hate each other. Yeah, I kind of do I just Patty Pen Squash. Yeah, the Patty Pen Squash just Patty Pen Just make it happen so he can retire with the Sharks. Like just just get that over with. Just do it. Um, yeah, so they trade him back to the Sharks for future considerations. <laughs> what even is that? The Sharks have a lot of future considerations. They've drafted future considerations, like, really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the fifth round. 
Man. Okay, so it's going to be caps versus pens mm-hmm. for our fandom. Yeah. I mean, we haven't done our logo bracket and yet. And the which... stars are just uh, dead to us. Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, when, when, when teams are logging into the playoffs, we will review which teams, you know, are playoff brackets and who's going to win and who's going to go to the cup final based 100% off of their logos fighting. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the logo as we choose to interpret it completely arbitrarily and it's really silly. And yeah, it varies based on what their who what other logo they're fighting. Yeah, and what and we're drinking. Totally. So, um <laughs> numbers. Uh-huh. Um there's You asked me to think about Simone last time, yeah. right? And since we're talking about Patty Pin Squash. Yeah, what number is Dominic Simone? 18. How did you remember that? All right, so it's a little long-winded. I apologize. Um, the best. <laughs> so it's someone needs my number. I'm not mean. I'll take eighteen, Simone. <laughs> he sounds like. Uh, he sounds like a naive girl at the bar. I'm not mean. I'm not mean. I'll take eighteen. Wait. Are those PBRs? Oh God. <laughs> Or what are they calling that? The labiation airways. Yeah. yeah. 18 labiation airways. <laughs> Please. Sounds like she's already had them. <laughs> I thought of another one. Okay. Because we were watching a game and I was like, ah, I haven't thought of a number for this person yet. And I always forget who they are. So I had to think of something. Okay. And it's Shelman. Okay. And it was tough because, like, four and six, they just don't really rhyme very well with his name. Yeah. So I had to get creative. Oh, no. So I did four plus six is ten, Shellman. Oh. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah? That's actually not that upsetting. Okay. Yeah. Four plus six is ten, Shellman. But... It almost sounds like you're talking to someone who works at a Shell gas station. Like, here's... <laughs> <laughs> How Shell much gas man. do you want? Well, four plus six is ten, Shell man. Yeah. I'm going to call every... Because, uh, like, anytime I go to a Shell gas station... Just tell them you want ten dollars. Like, you don't have to do the math. I'll just call them Shell man. No Shell matter man. what. Well, it's Shell min. Min rhymes with ten. Yeah, you're right. And then, like... I'll go to the one Shell gas station with, like, a non-binary clerk, and I'll get in all sorts of trouble. It'll be really fun. So -hmm. it'll be worth it. Shell person. Shell person? (laughs) Is that what, that, uh, it's like, that little tiny shell video, YouTube video you Marcel the shell with shoes on. There you go. You just got so happy. I did. I forgot right. about that video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright. Well, that's all that's all for now. We will be um following the games and uh I will be still live tweeting uh while I'm watching and or lazily drinking while watching. And I'll be occasionally posting something punny on Instagram. Yeah, what's our Insta handle? Uh, Muppets Dropping Mitts. And on Twitter, I believe we are M Dropping Mitts. Ah. Because Muppets Dropping Mitts was... Too long? Way too long. And, uh, yeah. So, M Dropping Mitts. Okay. But if you're Muppets Dropping Mitts, we're, we're we're on Twitter there.
What should I call this drink? Um, <laughs> I don't. My brain just went come clitty quat. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Trying to think of something girly, but like <laughs> fruity, <laughs> fruity and girly. And the first word is come. <laughs> like kumquat? Oh yeah, no, I I got that part. <laughs> I was more honed in on the. Um, let's see. What, what what other elements? It's lots of fruit and vodka. <laughs> Two tablespoons of semen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Naturally. It's got that cherry ice cube in it. Yeah. You like a cherry the, popper? Oh, God. <laughs> Can we somehow blend libation and labia? Labation. Labiation. That sounds like that sounds like <laughs> vaginas flying planes. That sounds like the best airline ever. Like, what can't we ever see in the cockpit? Oh, oh, it's not a cockpit. It's like Belinda blinked up oh in there. Oh my god! <laughs> labiation. <laughs> Thanks for flying Labiation Airways. Oh my god! I really want to know what like all the all the flight attendants are wearing like a pink, very elaborate ascot. Yeah. <laughs> or they're I think like, this is a great idea. Wow! I don't see any problems. Oh my! Wow! Well, it has to be this, but it makes no sense. Okay. All right.